Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jacaranda FM. Just before midnight, remember, <laughs> we were forced to watch that. <laughs> so do you remember primary school? Um, you obviously were involved with, uh, you loved music then. Uh, were you always, because I know you're a big Kaiser Chiefs fan, but you were a big Pirates fan in your day. We're going to talk footy a little later on. Yeah. But at school, uh, the, the friends in, in your class around you, uh, primary school, uh, what was it like? Did, uh, were you a loner? Were you accepted by these people? I mean, you were into music and they were more into the football side, but did you no, have a lot of great I, friends I, or not? I had many friends. I, I think I, I, I was the fascination because uh, most of them always loved listening to, you know, to me making music because most probably most of them, you know, uh, envied what I did as a musician and I could play soccer as well. So they couldn't make music, but I could also play soccer with them. So in most cases, when I uh, go out, and of course there were, you know, cadet bands. Mm -hmm. I would go in there, there were drums, I'd pick it up and start playing the the drums and everybody would just be around me. So I was the this uh, fascination for, for many of my peers at that time. At primary school. My in studio guest, a legendary Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse, 37942 at a cost of 1 Rand 50. Get in touch. <laughs> uh, it, it does sound weird. Eh? Our day was phone us in the studio, remember, <laughs> or send us a telex. <laughs> Fax me. Uh, we're going to talk about the old days of radio. So uh, get in touch. And I can't believe it. Super Hot Six Mabuse is on Twitter as well. I couldn't believe it. Hey? You've sold out, Super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip. I'm if, hip. If people want to follow you, follow you yeah. what is your handle? Sipo. Uh, um, at Sipo. Hot sticks. At Sipo Hot Sticks. Come yes. on. Uh, we need lots of followers. And uh, what kind of stuff do you tweet? We're going to find out about that a little later on. No, How dangerous. It's mostly, about, it's mostly about music, music. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and probably soccer. You know, but also there is some of the serious issues that I find I can, you know, I can comment mm-hmm. on. And, um, yeah, but I, 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 I make sure that I... I don't offend mm. in most cases. I, I, and of of course I I provoke I provoke responses mm. from from people by saying things that yeah. I don't get into the kind of um, the Chester and uh, Steve Hoffman <laughs> and stuff, yeah. you know, where there's all this controversy, mm. racial stuff that goes yeah. on. No, no, I don't get into that. I could. You know, but I I think it's a waste of energy, and uh, you, know, you want to be tweeting about most more interesting things. People are more interested in in what happens, in you know, in in their own environment rather than thinking about okay, whose color is whiter exactly. than all, you mm. know, than the other one. Nah, yeah, I, I'm okay. really not into that kind of stuff. Okay, we're gonna uh, play some music now. The Beatles yesterday, Paul McCartney sings here. It's the first song I think they recorded without the rest of the Beatles. It was Paul McCartney sitting there, and I think he plays the acoustic guitar as well, which is absolutely amazing. Fantastic. And why do you like the song so much by the Beatles? Yes. I still believe that, you know, if people could write songs like the Beatles, we would all be in heaven today. Let's have a listen. It's Paul McCartney, yo. Two minutes long. And it's just uh, him on his guitar, brilliant voice, and the rest of the Beatles, uh, they weren't there during that recording, but just shows you how simple that song is, how powerful lyrics can be, Ew. and what's uh, soft is actually 
Amazing. But huh? it's soulful as well. Mm. It's it you know, it all it's almost like she was talking to someone very close and um it's a love song, definitely. Mm-hmm. But you know, there must have been something that inspired that song in in, in his own relationship. And I still think that it's one of the best songs ever written by man. 2,500 cover versions, I think. Over 2,500 covered by various artists. The most covered song in the history of uh, rock and roll. How's that? Wow. Amazing. I can't be surprised. When can we hear that on the saxophone one day? Would you ever do a cover version of that song in your own style? I'm sure I could, but there's a song that I, I always loved doing from the Beatles. This, uh, you know... Yesterday remains one of my favorite songs, probably the favorite song, but I've never really imagined performing it. Mm-hmm. I simply because you know my first performance on stage was a song called Norwegian Word. Oh, that was for me, and I I perform that every now and then. You know when I I I I do my live gigs. And I, I explained to people that this was part of my musical journey, you know, being introduced or introducing myself to, to this type of music. And Norwegian Word was just that song that really touched me. And Where were you? Do you remember when you heard the Beatles for the very first time, either on radio or vinyl or cassette? <laughs> I was in Springs at my aunt's place. In fact, I went to a movie, A Hard Day's Night. You know, my my aunt used to have have a grocery store, and they ran. They had a movie. Uh, there was a hall which they hired to 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 run movies. You know, show movies at at the end. Uh, they had the the Beatles' Hard Day's Night. It was packed. You know, and these were black people, and we all went in there and we saw the Beatles. For the first time, I was like fascinated, and of course, because uh, I think it was even at a time when I was already at high school, if I remember correctly, and we modelled ourselves on the Beatles. Where did you find out about the Beatles in the newspapers? Because Beatlemania was on the go, and then that movie came out as well. Um, how did you find out, and how did you like? Wow, I have to go and see this. You know, there were quite a number of pop bands. At that time, uh, bands like um, the Tremolos and if I still remember, but the Beatles just came up and there were all these other groups that were trying to sound like the Beatles. Mm. And um, I think what I, um, when I heard the Beatles, yes, it was, it was at high school and A Hard Day's Night, that whole album was, I still have it on vinyl. You know, and um, we, because we were at high school and we, uh, we modeled ourselves on the Beatles, we, you know, we, we were considered an elite band because most of the bands at that time, especially township bands, you know, really did not uh, relate to music like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones and so on. We used to listen to what then used to be known as LM radio. Yep. And that's what we used to listen to because uh, 
it, it, it's probably something that we like. You have young kids today uh, trying to be American and so on. So we also try to be British in a way. And uh, we, as the, be- the Beatles, we sounded like the Beatles. And one of the songs that we used to perform at lunch break, we would go up, you know, Orlando West High School had this hill, uh, copy. Instead of going out for lunch, we'd go, all go and sit there. Uh, Selby, uh, Monty, Alec and I would, in our school uniforms, and we'd be having our guitars, and um, we'd start singing all the Beatles songs. Guess what? All the girls just flocked up to the <laughs> copy and... Uh, eight days a week. Yeah, eh? <laughs> eight days a week, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and the people around, I, I, I know the girls love the music and the lyrics and the harmonies and stuff. I mean, what a great band as far as harmonies mm. are concerned. But we're going to talk about your, your, uh, the style of uh, songwriting and producing and stuff like that a little later on as well. Uh, let's move on to high school. What was, was that quite a huge step for you from primary school to high school or was it... Uh, was it easy for you to go to the big school, as they called it in those days? Well, we all looked forward to it. I think at the, at the time, it, you know, if you managed to go to high school, it was it's one of the best things that could ever happen to you and to one end. And the parents would always be fascinated. But, you know, there were these three high schools didn't matter from which primary school you came from. You elected to go to, to one of those. If you're, you know, if you can be take, uh, accepted at those high schools, it, it was a great achievement. That was Orlando High and Morris Isaacson and Orlando West High. Now, Orlando West High was the high school because I think all of us wanted to go there because of all the beautiful girls that were at that <laughs> high school. <laughs> I mean, Orlando West High School heads, you know, and we, we used to, we used to say that the headmaster, SK, chose the kind of students that came to his school on the basis of the uh, physical, you know, <laughs> outlook before he could check out whether they are smart or not. But of course, most of them were just as smart as much as they were beautiful because he was quite a strictler for, for uniform. You know, so most most of the students at Orlando West High looked very neat, beautiful. And so you all aspired to be like students at Orlando West High. So if you're accepted, wow. So I was accepted at Orlando West High School, probably one of the last few students that was accepted. So you were good looking then as well? Most probably. <laughs> <laughs> And, and unfortunately, you well, fortunately for you, I think, you loved music more than studying, really. What was the reason why you left high school and you didn't? We're going to get to you writing matric. I mean, it was, what, two years, three years ago you wrote matric? Yes. I don't know how you did it because if I have to do it now, I will never you'd be, be able to manage. You'd, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what, standard six, seven, eight around there, the music bug. Yes. And you're studying on the one side, music. What happened? I mean, uh, in a way, uh, in those days as well, uh, uh, most of the kids left, what, standard eight or so, to go and work mm-hmm. and whatever. Hey? So, and you chose music. Yeah, well, I didn't choose it, I think. It is just fate. 
because when we made music at high school, it was just really to have fun rather than uh, as choose it as, as a career. But uh, for some odd reason, we started making loads of money on, you know, with, with, with the metric dances that we were playing for. And incidentally, our first gig uh, at, at Morris Isaacson was promoted by Evan Koza. He was a senior student at, at Morris Isaacson. So we were this high school band that every high school would, would love to have. And we were indeed a, a Orlando West High School pride. Our principal, Mr. Maseke, was, he, he wanted to have nothing to, you know, he didn't want us to go out of school. And uh, the fact that the media wrote about us as students from Orlando West High School, that for him was magic. Mm. So we would be invited to all these other high schools and uh, perform for them and get paid. Bonnie and Friends. Bonnie Simon. Decorando.